Hello and welcome to Too Many Movies, the podcast where we discuss DVDs, Blu-rays, and Ah Who Gives a Shed. We finally, finally made it, everybody. We made it to part three. So, for those of you who, for some reason, are not aware, these past couple of episodes, I've been talking about every single Halloween movie to ever exist. That's right, if it had Michael Myers in it, it counted, and it's been a long, grueling ride. So, naturally, of course, we come to the conclusion of this franchise, that being a crappy reboot trilogy that was super, super serious. I know, what a, what a way to go out for this wacky franchise, but, you know, pretty typical, honestly, considering how most franchises either just die out of relevancy or they just get terrible terrible finales but i mean that's the dystopia we live in oh well in any case let's talk about halloween 2018 so i didn't really know what to expect from this uh movie because like when last we saw michael myers uh i mean if we want to be technical that was halloween resurrection which is a movie everybody fucking despises Except for me. I think it's one of the funniest movies ever made, but to each their own. I mean, technically, the last time we saw of the Michael Myers character was in Halloween 2, which is the Rob Zombie Halloween 2. And I personally fucking hated that movie with every fiber of my body. And some people seem to think it's okay. I mean, nobody really loves it except for, like, I don't know, a bunch of pretentious letterboxed users. But when have their opinions ever mattered, really? In any case, I can see why uh, Blumhouse and Universal wanted to bring this character back because, well, Halloween was nostalgic now, you know? For years, Halloween was getting sequels, but now it's entered into the same era as Star Wars and all these other franchises that are closing in on 40 years old. So, of course... They're going to bring back the the characters that we all know and love and make a legacy sequel. Now, I know recently legacy sequels haven't been as uh, hated upon now that Top Gun Maverick has filled us with so much hope with that concept. But let there be no mistake, legacy sequels are really, really scummy. And... This movie's no different. It is your typical stupid legacy sequel in trying to make it some super serious conclusion when, I mean, the original was like a simple independent slasher film. More on that later. I Let's just judge the movie. Let's just judge the 2018 movie. So... I have it here on this crappy DVD, which I know I'm cheating a little because I wanted to get the cheapest version I could find at the store when I bought all these movies on DVD and Blu-ray. So I got the Halloween 2018 movie on DVD. And I mean, it's not a terrible DVD, all things considered. It is very flimsy. It is a DVD made after 2010, and I'm not a fan of the DVD, the quality of DVDs after 2010. But... It does have some cool aspects to it. It has this neat uh, slip cover that is 
orange and it says Halloween 2018, 40 years later, which is nice. I'm glad that it says Halloween 2018 on the slipcover. So then you're able to distinguish this movie from the other Halloween because let me remind you, this movie is called Halloween, not Halloween 2018. I will call it Halloween 2018 because I'm doing something that the filmmakers didn't want you to do, and that is to distinguish it from its original. I have made it clear that I can't stand when sequels have the same exact title as their original movies. Earlier this year, I reviewed Five Cream. I can't believe that Five Cream was this year. It feels like a million years ago. But in any case, I watched Five Cream, and it sucked. Uh, not only just because it was called Scream, but because of other reasons. But that was a major factor that really annoyed me, that it was called Scream, when it could have easily just been called Scream 5, or Five Cream, as I've been calling it, because that's funny, and it distinguishes itself from the original Scream. Halloween is the same way. It's trying to be the same experience by literally just naming it the same exact movie as the original. Now, if it was a reboot or a remake like the Rob Zombie Halloween movie was, then I get it. Just call it straight up Halloween. But this is a sequel to the original Halloween. Why you would call it that just annoys the hell out of me. But in any case, uh... You know, this DVD did give me the option to skip the trailers and go right to the movie, which is nice. And it also had subtitles, so... Neat. I will say, the first scene is actually paced and edited pretty well. It actually filled me with some hope going in. I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of a neat scene. It's got good tension. I like that we don't see Michael's face. I would have preferred if we didn't see it at all, because, you know, you see it from the back and he doesn't have his mask on, so you don't ever see his face but you know i still would prefer not to see any skin from his face like that's what makes michael myers such an interesting antagonist you know we don't see his face at all like that's kind of what makes it more scary you don't know what's under the mask and luckily we never straight up see his face in these movies especially this one but i don't know just don't show anything that that's all i'm asking uh, unfortunately, the scene does end abruptly as it goes right into the intro credits, so that was very strange. Paced really weirdly. I mean, the pacing issues are gonna come up often w when talking about these movies. I will say the intro credits have a rotting pumpkin in reverse, and it is a quite clever, uh, visually, visually. Just seeing this pumpkin just become fresh over time. It's like, it's like this movie's bringing the franchise back from the dead. But it doesn't. Um, I really don't like the true crime podcasters as characters. Their ex their exposition dumping is quite bad, as is Laurie's exposition dumping, as is all exposition dumping in this movie. It's quite bad, actually. Just the characters going like, oh, you're Laurie Strode, blah, 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 on this night. Which, by the way, the constant reminding of the events of the first movie really are annoying. It's, it's really, really, really annoying. I, I should mention... This movie is only canon to the first movie. So, Laurie and Michael are no longer siblings. Um, and basically, Halloween's 2 through up until Resurrection never happened. 
there's no Halloween 2, there's no Halloween's 4, 5, and 6, there's no H2O, there's no Resurrection, there's nothing. It just goes from Halloween 1978 straight to Halloween 2018. And I really don't like how they just straight up say, oh, it's not canon, it doesn't matter. It's like, well then what the fuck was the point of the last 40 fucking years? You know, it was annoying when H2O did it. It's annoying now how you're just gonna not make these canon anymore. It's like, well then why did you make them in the first place? Like, you know, own with what you got. The Star Wars sequels did that. They didn't pay much attention to the prequels, but they didn't just straight up say the prequels aren't canon anymore. I mean, they can't. They have to depend on the prequels now because they're because so, we're so sick of original nostalgia baiting. Now we have to go straight to prequel nostalgia baiting. Ah, it's a discussion for another time. So, yeah, this movie is the official sequel to the original, which kind of makes it more pompous and annoying. It's just like, oh, you're the the better sequel you're you're the most official sequel it's like okay are you any good no because you got bad acting from judy greer you got just people being assholes to everybody you got these bland fucking characters you got Lori's granddaughter who's not interesting in the slightest you got her douchebag boyfriend you got some simp character you got some police officer who was there the night of michael myers there's fucking all the all of her friends who just don't matter in the end because they die because you know everybody just fucking dies after having like two or three scenes so it didn't honestly matter that's the problem with this movie it it could be good but it's not because it just thinks because it's not like the other sequels then it's automatically good it's not it is a legacy sequel made in the 2010s. And to me, that is one of the most annoying movies ever. And look, I get it. The movies from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, like the other Halloween sequels are terrible. But there was a charm to some of them. Not Halloween 6, that was terrible. H2O I was not a fan of. But like, Halloween's 4 and 5 were funny. Halloween Resurrection was also really funny. These aren't good movies, but they were fun. They had a charm to them. You know, that's the problem with a lot of these 2010 sequels. And it's not just with Halloween. This goes for any franchise. Just these awful, awful, boring, milk toast, nothing special movies. And they get praised by fans because they're like, oh, they're not the shitty sequels of before. These are different. It's like, no, this is worse. This is boring. Like, you're showing me nothing. You're taking Halloween and taking the piss out of it. You're not making it fun anymore. You know, that's what made the sequels fun to begin with. That's why 4 and 5 and Resurrection are so fun. They're stupid. Like, you're not going to top the original Halloween. You're not, okay? So if you're going to keep on making these Michael Myers movies, make them funny bad. Make them hilarious. Make them Buster Rhymes kung fu kicking Michael Myers out the window. Do you know that there are people who think that is the biggest insult to Halloween as a franchise? It's not. It is funny. You know what the biggest insult to Halloween as a franchise is? Trying to one-up the original. Trying to be some you know, serious deconstruction about Laurie's trauma, trying to, you know, explain Michael Myers and why he is the way that he is, but also 
play it off as like, oh, we can never understand who he is as a character. It's like, that's what this movie does. That's insulting, but this one gets a pass because, oh, it's not bad. It's trying to be good. It's just like, no. Like, no, that's not an... That, that's such a lame excuse. If you're going to be a sequel to the original, be funny. I'm sorry. You can't top the original. You don't have the talent. Nobody has the talent that John Carpenter did when it came to the original. And also, it's hard to top the original. So, don't even bother. Like, even if you tried your damnedest, you could never, okay? Because guess what? The original is a simple, independent slasher film. You can't top that because you don't need to top that. You don't need to continue it. The fact that we're even trying, we the fact that they even tried is really so fucking annoying. And that's why this movie doesn't work. You could have dr- done your damnedest. They could have ha- gotten the best actors, the best writers, the best anything. It wouldn't have mattered, okay? Because it's lame. That's what this movie is. It's lame. Sometimes there's cool things that i thought were kind of neat the dj during the dance scene his his turntables were the frankenstein monster you see like that's that's what caught my eye when watching this movie that the scene of the cops just talking about their lunches that caught my eye that i thought was pretty fun you know it's like these are simple things that caught my eye not the Lori dealing with ptsd not the michael coming back after 40 years not the you know super serious nature of it all like i don't care i really don't just stop trying to be serious be funny like that's what made the that's what made the sequels so much fun they were funny and that's just where this movie falls flat for me it's so boring it's just trying to recapture the magic of the first of the original halloween and it doesn't work because what magic are you trying to recapture it's an independent film from the 70s like who cares like lori is not luke skywalker like you can't just make her this uber uber special character who's just like seen it all and like we have such nostalgia for her i don't care i really don't (sighs) so frustrating i will say and this has never happened in the history of ever but i need to bring it up i think this is important i agree with letterbox lucy on this whole thing in fact i'm just going to read her review so for those of you who are not aware there's this uh user on letterbox called lucy and you know she's known for making dumb jokes as her reviews and she's one of the most popular reviewers on letterboxd i for one find her annoying but sometimes she can actually say something really quite insightful and her review of this movie was just talking about how honestly michael myers is kind of a one-note character so i want to read this my biggest issue here is my complete lack of interest in michael myers himself in the original the mystery works for a single movie but a lot of that is still due to how well-rounded that film came out the character himself however is still so one note that i couldn't get into this at all in the 1978 version He was just scary enough for the one movie, but this kind of particular slasher character loses steam fast with me. And this new movie isn't that good on its own anyways. The plot is lifeless and the dialogue choppy. Laurie has a few decent scenes near the end, blah, 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 blah. For once, I agree with Lucy on this. It's like, you're trying to recapture the magic of the original, 
but you can't because again there is no magic like the the original worked because it was that original movie you know you can't you can't expand upon that and i even brought this up when i talked about the original halloween i said it works better as a standalone movie continuing it would just seem unnecessary and here we are 40 years later when this movie came out and it sucks so as you can tell i was not a fan of this movie i really just i I mean i wrote down all these notes but at the end of the day who cares like really all i can really say is it's boring it's just a boring legacy sequel that i mean i guess some people really like but i for one want something a little more fun when uh dealing with halloween movies because honestly the ones the movies like i've been saying the ones i've had the most fun with are the ones that people hate the most and it's like i like those because they're the farthest away from the original that they could be and that's what makes them so much fun like this one's trying to be the original and that's where it fails so this is not one that i'm willing to keep uh in my collection it's not a good dvd i mean it's fine for what it is but i just don't care i think the slipcover is cool but not enough for me to really you know keep it in my collection and watch it every halloween so goodbye 2018 all right and that brings us from halloween 2018 to halloween kills one of the most confusing movies i've ever seen so much like uh the 2018 movie it too is on this weird dvd that i have in fact it's an extended cut dvd because it includes the extended cut of the movie unfortunately i did not watch it so as is as has been tradition with these uh halloween movies i've been watching the theatrical cuts i someday maybe i'll get to the extended cuts but i felt like watching the theatrical cuts because to me that tells me that you know if you want something to be a theatrical cut that that's the version that the studio wanted to show that's what they wanted the general audience to see it's like okay let me see what you guys came up with now i don't really think the extended cut would have fixed anything because honestly this movie's just weird man i probably should mention that these movies are produced by blumhouse uh which is very funny because you know blumhouse say what you will about blumhouse just makes the dumbest movies the dumbest horror movies but of course they make the big bucks so every horror movie has to try and be like them which is ironic because i feel like this movie in particular is trying to be like other horror movies and also halloween it this is the movie where i realized okay this franchise does not know what it wants to do anymore especially this trilogy where you know the first one i was like okay it's a cell i can kind of you know brush it off as just like being more celebratory than an actual narrative it's like oh it's just being a celebration of halloween as a concept it's like all right all right kind of like how force awakens is a celebration of star wars or ghostbusters afterlife being a celebration of you know uh ghostbusters it's like these aren't real movies they're more so you know jerking off the concept of these franchises it's like okay i still don't like when the some of those movies 
but you know it doesn't matter like that's not what they're what they are they are basically just saying hey aren't these great but now we're into kills which is trying to be a real movie and it's like okay we're left with where the last jedi was at where it's like okay you introduced this movie that was trying to be a sequel but also a celebration at the same time now what now where do you go it's like okay you make it a movie about mob mentality and michael kills a lot of people but randomly and he has no real reason to be killing these people also Lori is in the hospital for most of it in fact a lot of the movie is about tommy and all these random ass fucking characters that were not in the last one so it's like what is going on why am i watching this like who are these people why should i care uh so while watching this movie i did a fun little gag a uh, friend of the podcast, Mr. Bamison, dared me to take a shot every time one, one character would say, evil dies tonight. And I was like, okay, sure. But knowing me and my alcohol tolerance, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a sip of beer every time. I still ended up getting fucked up. It was constant how many people were saying, evil dies tonight. And guess what? This is the second movie in a trilogy. Did Evil die tonight? No. Michael doesn't fucking die in this movie. Because why the fuck would he? You know, you this movie tries to be this, like, epic conclusion. But it's like, you're the second movie in a trilogy. You know? You're not fooling anybody. I'm sorry, but, like, even if the third movie hadn't been announced beforehand, which it was, like... People expect a trilogy out of you. So stop with this constant like, oh, evil dies tonight. It's like, it's so annoying. I can't, it's so stupid how they're so insistent that this is like the final uh, movie in a franchise when it's not. Also, what's really annoying, we get a lot of backstory in this movie. We get a lot of flashbacks, I should say, of when Hawkins, yeah, who was there the whole time, you know, we get his backstory about how he saw Michael and tried to kill him, but then he didn't, and now he feels regret for not killing him. It's like, okay, so it's weird. It's set up like, okay, he didn't kill Michael because he shot his partner instead because his partner is in the way of michael it's like okay so you obviously feel regret because you shot your partner and you missed the shot and getting michael okay but then later on in the movie it's revealed that he actively stopped loomis from shooting michael so then it's like okay why did you do that like michael was attacking your partner like wouldn't it make sense for you to then let this happen like, it makes no sense. And they try to play it off as like, oh, I I thought it was like somebody's boy under that mask. It's like, what? No. Like, th this is so stupid. Like, yeah, no wonder Michael kept on killing after this. It's like, because you're just bad at your job. Speaking of Loomis, yeah, they actually have Loomis in this movie. It's not Donald Pleasance. It's a guy who looks like him, and then they get the guy who did a uh, voice work in the last movie so i forgot to mention in the last movie they have a scene where they have like a recording of dr loomis and the guy who does his voice is 
damn near impressive. It's actually it actually fooled me. I thought it was Donald Pleasance, but no, it's a different guy credited on Letterboxd. It's awesome. And it's the same guy in this movie, and he sounds like shit. He sounds nothing like Loomis in this movie. It's actually kind of amazing. And the lookalike they got, they also obviously CGI'd Loomis's face on him too. So it's it's so stupid. It's like just don't even show Loomis, man. Like just have him be in different I don't know, angles where like he's just not shown. I don't know, like I get it, but like I don't know, maybe don't have flashbacks then, you know? Just don't even make the movie. I just can't stand bringing back characters for like stupid scenes like that. God, how do you mess up a cool ass premise like Michael Myers fighting a bunch of firefighters with axes and electric and an electric saw? Yeah, that's a real fucking scene. Let's talk about that. There is a cool fucking reveal when Michael walks out of the burning house from the last movie and there's a bunch of firefighters ready to killing ready to start killing him cuz I don't know, I guess they realized who he was or something i don't know whatever it doesn't matter they just rev up their saws they get their axe one guy starts spraying michael with a hose which people are like well why was he spraying him with a hose it's like well fire hoses have like immense pressure like it probably would have badly injured michael but whatever i'm no firefighter but in any case like yeah they make a scene of this and it's shot terribly like the gore is pretty good you know, you get see a lot of stabbing, a lot of saw fuckery, and a lot of axe fuckery, but, like, it's just shot so terribly. There's this one shot that they're really proud of, where it's a first-person perspective from one of the firefighters when you're, like, looking out his oxygen mask. It's, like, it's so crowded, and you can't see shit. It's like, God, why are you proud of this shot that you keep cutting back to it? Just stop it. Like, actually show what's going on. And just then the whole movie after that is just so bonkers because, like I said, it's about mob mentality, apparently, where, like, all these people are getting together to, like, kill Michael. And but there's also, like, a whole subplot about how that's a bad thing, you know, because then they're just like, oh, he, he's made us into monsters. It's like, what? Like, why? Why is this in a Halloween movie? Like why are we not watching whenever it's michael actually killing someone it's cool but when it's not on that which is the majority of the movie it's so lame because it's trying to be this like super deep analysis of like the michael myers character but it's also sort of an allegory for covid because it's about people just going insane in times of crisis i guess which is really fucking in bad taste it's like god god it's just so stupid it's so annoying why why is this movie so insistent upon itself it's borderline experimental i gotta say because it's just like there's just so many weird choices being made like yeah it's this town that's going crazy but like why why should i care like i already know none of it's gonna amount to anything because again it's the second movie in a trilogy like nothing's gonna happen michael's not gonna die there's a scene at the end where it's like supposed to be the climax where it's the town of Haddonfield versus Michael Myers. And I was kind of hoping that would be a really cool scene. Michael's brought down after like five seconds until he's not until the movie decides, oh no, he's evil incarnate. Okay. So here's the thing. So 
this trilogy tries to make Michael seem a little more realistic. You know, in the la in the other sequels, you know, they were saying like, oh, he's evil incarnate, like Loomis was saying. He's the personified vision of evil. He's the boogeyman. Like that's that explains why he keeps coming back. Like he's like this supernatural, you know, character who just keeps coming back. Whereas this movie, these movies I should say, are trying to be a little more realistic and grounded and just make him a serial killer. So then, okay, fine. Which, again, is more lame, because like I said, if you're going to be a dumb, stupid Halloween sequel, make it stupid. Make it dumb. Make it so like he is a supernatural being with powers and he comes back to life. But no, like here, they're just like, oh, he's uh, he's a human. He's just, he can bleed like anybody else. Until, at the very end, when he just decides to slaughter all of the townsfolk. And nobody does anything about it. Like, even though it's at a crime scene, scene, like, nobody does anything. He just freely stabs all these people and nothing comes of it. It's like, what? He even sneaks up on Judy Greer's character, who's the daughter of Lori, and she dies. It's like, well, what? Like, what are you trying to be then? Like what is your end game movie what is your end game what is your end game halloween trilogy it's like you are you trying to be more realistic or are you trying to be more experimental it's like which is it you can't be both also playing the halloween theme does not help make your movie any better yeah that's one thing i really can't stand i can't stand that in any movie really when it's a legacy sequel and it just plays emotional versions of the original's theme or it'll just play the original theme regardless it's just like just stop come up with your own music you fucking hacks uh what started off as like a neat slasher movie is now just some metaphor for mob mentality or something i don't even know i don't even know if that's even what it's going for all i know is i saw michael killing people and i was actually rooting for him for doing so like that's how fucking backwards this movie is it's like it's so like anti-michael it's just like oh we gotta kill michael we gotta go after him we gotta really show him that we're not afraid of him anymore it's like wow that's so lame like you're only making me root for michael even more it's like so every time these characters would fucking die i'd be like hell yeah like now we're getting somewhere i just don't even know what to say i'm just baffled by this movie it's so terrible it's so insistent upon itself I just, I don't even know. I'm like flabbergasted by it. It's not even like, I think that's what makes it so frustrating. Like, I can't even pinpoint what it's trying to do. Like, like I said, it's trying to be more realistic, but then it's also trying to make Michael this metaphor for town hysteria. But then it's like, okay, which is it? Like, you can't just throw all these ideas out there and expect me to understand what you're going for. At least with Halloween 2018, I understand that it's a metaphor for trauma. It's not a very good metaphor for trauma, but, like, I kind of get it, at least. This one, it's, like, trying to be more hysterical. Like, like it's crazier, and I guess maybe that's the point, but I don't know. Like, it doesn't explain these things very well. So, obviously, a very, very frustrating middle part to this very frustrating trilogy uh 
I have no interest in watching the extended cut anytime soon, so there's no real reason to keep this DVD. I mean, I don't want to watch it again anyway, so fuck this DVD. It's not staying in my collection. And thus, we end on Halloween Ends. Hopefully. So, this is the recent release, uh, the most recent Halloween movie, I should say. Hopefully the last Halloween movie. And I just finished watching it a couple hours ago, but I can, honest to God, already tell you guys, this is it. This is the worst Halloween movie I have seen thus far. I know that's kind of a big, uh, you know, thing to say. It's kind of like, you know, it's like, really, the worst Halloween movie. Worse than Rob Zombie's Halloween 2? Worse than Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers? Worse than Halloween Kills? Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Halloween Ends is the ending this franchise deserves. It is abysmal. So... Obviously, I don't own it on any disc. Uh, at this point, I'm kind of done with all the discs that I bought at that store that one time of all the Halloween movies. I watched this movie on Peacock. Now, say what you will about the streaming wars and how streaming services are kind of saturating the movie market. I honestly am okay with streaming same day as theater release because when it comes to movies like these... I don't have to go to the movies to watch this. Like, I can just sit in the comfort of my own home, turn on Peacock, which I get through my Xfinity account, which is cool. But, you know, that opens up its own can of worms because then it's like, oh, the quality is so much worse because it's, you know, coming from my cable box. But whatever. In any case, I watched it on Peacock and, oh, God, I'm so glad I did because... If I had to have, like, driven to the theater, bought a ticket for 20 fucking bucks, bought popcorn and a soda that would have charged me up, like, 30 bucks, sat in the theater for, like, three hours watching every fucking ad, and that stupid fucking Nicole Kidman ad about a product that I'm already experiencing as I'm watching the trailer, yeah, Make sense of that. I'm watching an AMC ad while I'm at a fucking AMC. Like, I don't get it. Anyway, losing traction. If I did all of that, I would have been miserable. Because I'm in a dark room for two hours, eating stale popcorn, drinking soda from a disgusting machine that doesn't even have all the flavors I want. And then I'm watching this terrible fucking movie about Michael Myers taking on a kid who also becomes michael myers and laurie fights him but also cares for him and also laurie's granddaughter is simping for him and there's these terrible bully characters and also michael's not in it at all for like you know 70 percent of it like i would have been fucking miserable man like i have my pros for movie theater experiences obviously but i have just as many cons as well and this is one of those movies where i'm glad i got to see it the same day streaming it's like i don't have to search the pirate bay i can just sit at the in the comfort of my own home watch it on a nice tv and get the same exact experience it's 
it's real nice. I gotta admit. Like, this is one of those times where I'm okay with that. In any case, yeah, what I just said, the whole movie is really lacking Michael. And that's probably my biggest problem with this movie. There's not enough Michael Myers. And that's really frustrating that there's not as much Michael. Like, that's kind of the main draw of your franchise, is Michael fucking Myers. And you're just not gonna have him for, like, the first 40 fucking minutes of your movie? Like, I'll give Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 and Halloween 6, like, they immediately introduced Michael Myers into the story. Like, you know, he was a part of the story. Here, he's kind of an afterthought. Like, this isn't a Michael Myers movie, it's a cory cunningham movie yeah so there's this new character named cory who accidentally kills a kid at the beginning so he's babysitting this kid and the kid is a little shit who's just annoying as fuck so you're like okay you know what i don't mind if this kid actually dies so what happens is cory gets locked in a room by the kid the kid is like mocking him from the outside and so then cory kicks down the door which pushes the kid down the stairs no not even down the stairs he like falls flips through the banister and falls two stories down to the hallway in because this is a rich person house so like it's a lot more open so of course when a kid falls from the third floor he smashes into the floor which it looked really funny when the kid hit the floor i gotta say but it's like really like that's how he died like how close was that closet door to the railing and how low was that railing where this kid like flipped over it like and it's just so it's just such a weird scene and it's like the inciting incident for what happens in the movie because then Corey gets shunned by society because it's like oh he killed this kid while babysitting him and it's just like oh okay but like i don't know like the inciting incident in the original halloween is michael killing his older sister but like we understand how and why that happened because it's filmed in a very clever and creative way and it's just not edited in a poorly fashion like oh god it's just so edited poorly because it's just like oh he kicks down the door and then all of a sudden you see like the kid's body hit the floor it's like what like that's your inciting incident that's what makes this town hate him it's like how would you even fucking visualize that it's just it's so stupid like there's about a million other ways you could have made this work and they just went with the dumbest way because of course they fucking did uh one thing I actually kind of noticed, which I thought was kind of funny, was that this movie uses blue text when it comes to the intro. So Halloween Ends, the title card, is in blue text in complete blackness. So for a while, like Halloween has been in like orange or yellow text to kind of signify, you know, Halloween-y colors, pumpkin colors. But like it's blue, which is weird conceptually because that's not really a halloween color like when you think halloween you think blacks you think oranges you think reds dark dark reds maybe a bit of green and brown because of the fall aesthetic but like blue does not really play a part in the halloween colors i mean sometimes it can work but like not in the halloween franchise color scheme 
In any case, the blue reminded me of Rise of Skywalker, how, you know, Rise of Skywalker used uh, blue coloring for the Star Wars logo. And, well, as I said in my Letterboxd review, this movie is pretty much just the Rise of Skywalker for the Halloween franchise because it just goes all out trying all these different concepts. So, like I said, Corey kills this kid accidentally, so he's not really a bad guy. And until he fucking is when he actually does become a serial killer throughout the movie it's like okay then why did you make the first death accidental like don't you want to show that he has kind of a dark side to him so like maybe he does actually want to hurt the kid but you make it an accident at the beginning so then it's like okay well then that's not really fitting for his character then later on like whatever okay so laurie's kind of moved on from uh you know being with uh being stalked by michael until she's not uh the town hates her because she is the reason michael exists until they're not angry at her anymore at the end it's like it it juggles so much and it just has so many varying takes on these characters and where they're at in their story arcs it's like pick something choose something do something interesting don't just have cliched bully characters oh yeah there there's bully characters so here's another confusing scene there's these bullies who approach uh cory cory meanwhile is a kid who's college aged and these are high school seniors and they're picking on him which is really funny and anyway they don't recognize that he's the babysitter who killed that kid then they do randomly then he gets mad when they keep mocking him and he breaks a bottle of chocolate milk that he was drinking which he only gets on himself and he cuts himself but then the bullies get mad at him like they got chocolate milk on them but he didn't like it doesn't show any chocolate milk getting on them but they still push him over and so then Laurie sees and is like, hey, assholes, break it up. And then those bullies immediately recognize Laurie and call her a freak and mock her. And I'm sorry, what? Like, these are not real people. Like, who says that? Who sees a person who was almost killed and is just like, oh, fuck you, lady, you freak show. It's just like, what? Like, what psychopaths are these kids? I don't... Who are these kids? Like, they just come out of nowhere and they're just purely antagonistic for the sake of seeming like assholes. I hate that in movies. Stop making bullies just these irredeemable douchebags. Like, make them, I don't know, kids. You know, kids are shitty, I get it, but they're not, like, awful. Like, this is obvious. This is such bully, typical bully writing from from people who clearly were never bullied as kids it's so it's so obvious anyway then there's some romance between Corey and allison Lori's granddaughter who cares they they have literally no chemistry with each other it's it's then there's like just so many different scenes of just Corey killing characters and allison being okay with him killing these characters so this movie has real bad tonal whiplash it's probably the most tonally inconsistent film out of the whole franchise 
you know, it's like these scenes of characters saying and doing such horrible shit and I'm just supposed to root for them? Like, it, it, it's mind-boggling. It's m absolutely flabbergasting to watch. It's like, why? Like, why should I care about these characters when they're all horrible, horrible people? Lori especially. Allison, definitely. Corey, undoubtedly. Like, these are terrible, terrible people. They just say and do these awful things and... I guess they're not cliched bullies, so I guess maybe I should root for them. But then Corey's a serial killer by the end. And it's like, okay, what was the point of him? Like, why was he in this movie just to be a not Michael Myers? Like, I don't get it. Like, is he supposed to be like an interesting character fallen from grace? Because he's not. Like, I really don't care for Corey. I think he's a bland piece of cardboard. As is Allison, as is every character in this movie, as is Michael Myers. He's a very one-note character, and yet, I don't know, at least he does shit. At least he fucking stabs people. Like, give me more of that. In any case, yeah, this has such bad tonal whiplash. Michael is living in the sewers now, for some reason, and Corey finds him... And this is when the movie really starts to go crazy. So, as I said, Corey does eventually become Michael Myers-esque because he, like, dons the mask and stabs people. But even before that, like, so at first I thought, oh, he finds Michael and then Michael lets him go. And you think, oh, are they going to do a psychic connection thing like they did with Halloween's 4 and 5 where, like, you know, the reason he's killing somebody is because he's possessed by Michael Myers' spirit. But no, because Michael Myers is still killing. So then it's like, okay, then there's a scene where, like, he lures some douchebag who was hitting on Allison earlier, and he lures him into the sewer so then he can get killed by Michael. It's like, okay, so now Michael's like this... So now it's essentially Little Shop of Horrors. Like, you're... Corey is Seymour, Michael is Audrey too, and you're just luring these douchebags in to be killed by Michael Myers. It's like, okay, that's stupid, but it could probably work. But then, no, he lures him in to the sewer so then Michael can stab him. And then Corey audibly says, teach me to Michael, as in to say, Michael, teach me how to become a serial killer. I'm going to repeat that. Corey wants Michael to teach him how to be a serial killer. I'm not making that up. That is a real plot point in this Hollywood movie. A main character wants Michael fucking Myers to teach him how to be a fucking killer. In this movie that also wants Laurie to have closure with her trauma they want a main character to be taught by the guy who made Lori experience this trauma you see what i mean when i say these movies are trying like a billion different things and not a single one of them works like what does this movie want to be does it want to be like the 2018 movie where it's like trying to be allegorical for trauma and PTSD? Does it want to be just like this 
crazy hysterical movie about Haddonfield being a bunch of assholes. Does it want to be a passing of the torch movie where then Corey becomes the new Michael Myers, even though he dies at the end? It's like, what is this movie? Like, what is its goal? What is it trying to be? I don't know. Like, I know even less. Like, at least with Halloween Kills, I had no idea what it was going for, but I could see seeds of something. Like I said, the mob mentality thing, the allegory for COVID, kind of. What does this movie have? I don't know. I'm genuinely at a loss for words. I'm sure there'll be, like, you know, what Halloween mean, what Halloween ends means, like, videos coming out in the next couple of weeks, and you know what? I don't care because you could explain every nitty gritty detail about what this movie represents. It's not going to matter. Like, it's just so stupid that you're trying to make this simple independent slasher film from the 70s into a modern day metaphor. I don't care. Stop trying to make it something that it's not. Let it be this simple slasher film from the 70s. Like, that's it. Maybe it had some aspects of uh, allegory and metaphor to it, but that wasn't the main thing. Like, Michael Myers was not an allegory for something. He was just some killer. <sighs> in any case, Michael dies in this movie because he has a final showdown with Laurie. You know, final showdown, I should put in air quotes, because we've seen this before. It's essentially just H2O, except these, except Jamie Lee Curtis is now much older. And it's not in a private high school. It's instead in some kitchen. Ooh, what, what, a, what a battleground for these two titans. A fucking kitchen. And, and then she's just like stabbing him, slicing him. And of course, he's just like still wriggling around. And it's like, all right. I don't know, like, come on, man. Like, I thought you were supposed to be this, like... Well, first, I thought you were supposed to be, like, this actual human who can actually die. But then it's like, no, you're actually the incarnate of evil, and you will never die, except now he's dying. Which is it, movie? Can we please just come to one conclusion with Michael fucking Myers? You're kind of making him lamer and lamer as these movies go on. Then he's dead for real, and they tie him to the top of a car and parade him through the town, and everyone starts following and cheering, and it's like, really? Like, are the kids going to be okay with seeing a dead fucking body, like, tied to a car and then chopped up in a car compactor? Yeah, they bring him to a car compactor, and they chop up his body. It's just like, oh god, if I saw this as a kid, I'd be fucking terrified. I'd be fucking mortified if I saw if my town had like a couple of uh, kills and then they just like took the guy and just fucking incinerated him like i'd be fucking mortified like yeah it'd be nice it's like great justice has been served kind of but like oh god it's just why would you show that that's so stupid <sighs> whatever i guess this is conclusive because the movie is called halloween ends and that's what makes it conclusive but like i said you know H2O ended with him getting his head chopped off. Halloween 2 ended with him burning alive. He still came back. I I don't know how this is going to be like conclusive enough. Like unless you just straight up stop. In which case, I hope they stop. But in terms of it actually being a conclusion, it's lame because we don't care 
I don't care for Laurie. I don't care for Michael. I don't care for all these characters. Because continuing the story in any way, shape, or form after the original is just nonsense. It doesn't make any sense to keep it going. So now you're coming to this conclusion when, like, I don't know, it doesn't feel all that finite. Like, it's just... It's just another conclusion. This is what I mean when I say it's the Rise of Skywalker for Halloween movies. Like, Rise of Skywalker was a terrible finale for the Skywalker saga. Like, nothing about it screamed finale for these movies. You know what was a great finale? Return of the Jedi. That was a great finale. That was a great way to end things off. So, by just saying this is the last one... Just because you say it's the last one does not make it a good finale. Like, I'm sorry. So, sorry if I sound like an asshole, but, like, like anybody really cares. Nobody likes this fucking movie. And anybody who tries to say it's like, oh, it's weird, it's kind of funny, it's like, no. There's funnier, weirder Halloween sequels than this, alright? The choices this movie makes are stupid. The choices that Halloween 5 and Resurrection make? Mwah! Chef's kiss. Hilarious. For those of you who think Halloween Ends is like some crazy, stupid movie, it's not. It's just dumb and boring. Like, you want to know funny, stupid movies in the Halloween franchise? Halloween 5. Halloween Resurrection. Like, those are funny fucking movies. Nothing in this movie tops Cookie Woman. I'm sorry. it's It doesn't. Cookie Woman also has the uh, advantage because it won this week's Hunger Games. Uh little uh plug there go watch our hunger game streams in any case i'm done talking about halloween ends there's just nothing left for me to say it's a dumb stupid fucking movie i will say this it is the finale this franchise deserves it is stupid and nonsensical and goes out on such a sour and resounding meh and you know what I'm glad that it does because fuck this franchise and fuck this movie. I never want it on Blu-ray or DVD. Stay at the hell away from my collection. I will never, ever, ever want to witness its awfulness ever again. <sighs> and that's that. So what have we learned, boys and girls, after watching 13, count them, 13 Halloween movies? Well... In some ways, it's not the worst franchise I've ever had to sit through. And in other ways, it kind of is. Like, I don't hate some of these movies. Some of these movies I actually quite enjoyed. I will actually admit that some of them I would honestly watch again. But some of them are so terrible and so mind-numbingly annoying that... I just am shocked that any sort of studio had any idea what they were doing was a good one because it's so mind-boggling. I guess to wrap up this little three-part series, uh, let me just say my rankings of all the Halloween movies. Uh, so obviously my favorite one has to be the original because it's the only good one. Uh, and in terms of the sequels, I would say Season of the Witch, then 2, then The Revenge of Michael Myers, then Resurrection, then The Return of Michael Myers, then the 2018 movie, then the first Rob Zombie movie, then H2O, then Kills, then The Curse of Michael Myers, 
then Rob Zombie 2, and finally rounding off as the last and least liked Halloween movie, in my opinion, Halloween Ends being the complete, absolute worst. <sighs> I am exhausted. I am sick and tired of Halloween as a franchise. I never want to watch it again until I do. So be on the lookout for more episodes of the podcast if and when I get to making them. But thank you all for joining me on this journey throughout all the movies with Michael Myers. There were some good ones, some bad ones, but overall, uh, happy Halloween. Uh, Don't get killed by Michael Myers or else the boogeyman will come and get you. Ooh. All right, I need to lie down. (laughs) 